Cheap Show today is brought to you by Graxton Chemicals. Hello, Eli. How are you doing? <laughs> what? I'm doing the bit where I'm the guy from the chemical factory. We're just being sponsored by them this week. Graxton well, Chemicals. The... No, I'm doing the bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he talked to me on the phone after. So you're representative for Graxton. All right, we'll do it naturally then. All right. Cheap Show has been brought to you today by Graxton Chemicals. Thank you very much for inviting me here to talk about the benefits of Graxton Chemicals. Oh, yes, it's the Graxton Chemical Spokesman. What's How'd, your name, sir? Uh, John, John Graxton. John it's Graxton. A, it's a business. It's a family, a family business. business. Family business, A yes. long tradition of family chemicals. Can I just start yeah. by thanking you, Cheap Show, for having me on and this giving me this opportunity to talk about our great product line, okay? Yeah. And let me just ask you a question to start, okay? Yeah. I want to just ask yeah, yeah, yeah. put this question... Out to me. Out to you. Do you have problems with groutage and, and, and little pockets of... <laughs> <laughs> we do have a build-up of a build- lime scale on our bathtubs and, oh, no, and no, our piping. No, 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 no. No? No. Okay. We, it's purely troughs, spoutage, groutage, and... Uh, Scrapers that we do. What about guttering? Oh, have you got a load of scrunched up mulch in a gutter? Yeah. We'd love to come and deal with that. Yeah. And your chemicals can deal with the build-up of oh. said sludge and gunk. And um, We've I'm, got a new one. I'm very excited. We haven't actually released it yet. It's yeah. called Gunk Spudder. And it's you get it off a chuff just, just visually, so everyone knows what's going on at home. I'm just stroking my chin and shaking my head a little bit with that that particular just, little bit of improvisation. Should we start the fucking cold open again? Paul? No, I'm enjoying. I'm actually, I'm genuinely, Eli, for the first time ever, I'm enjoying an improvisation we're doing. So come on, let's see it through. Oh, and so, I've got. A, a, and I presume all your chemicals are uh, eco-friendly. Absolutely, they will take the e- environment and kill every single thing on it. Right, apart that's... from mucal membranes, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I can't Let, do it you anymore. Know what? Let's tap out there. Yeah. It was well done, all the same. It was a nice try. I don't deserve that applause. Anyway, Cheap Show today brought to you by Graxton Chemicals. <laughs> They'll kill everything. Everything. Yes. Hello, Paul. I'm oh, Eli. Can go to the credits now? Okay, fine. Do it. I gotta, oh. I've just, the thing is, they need. They wanted me to make sure I go into the credits saying brought Graxton to you by Graxton. So I've, 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 contractually, I've got to say this. All right? Contractually? Yeah, right. No, again, I'm going to stroke my chin, Eli, and shake my Fig head. Fig Newton that. Right. Wayne Newton. Cheap Show. Brought to you by Graxton Chemicals. They kill everything. Everything. <laughs> Just press the fucking can't. You can't say that because now it's in the theme itself. And now I've got to do the intro again. Brought to you by Graxton Chemicals. <laughs> ah, bollocks. Yeah. Press the fucking credits. <laughs> Sources and words and phrases. Two things I'm responsible for. Chodney, Chodney Borough. I hate you. You're fucking evil, posse. Cheap show tonight. Everybody, welcome to Cheap Show. I'm Eli Silverman. That's Paul Gannon. Hello, over there. I'm over here sitting opposite Eli from across the room. I've written some words I, in I my could, book. He's written some words in his book. Let oh, by the way, Eli is in better fettle today. Slightly better, but you can still hear there's a slight in there's my a voice. Little, there's a little bit of a kind of Bonnie Tylerish kind of hangover to it, but you know what? Better than it was. And it, you're not hungover, are you? I'm not currently hungover. And no. you know your health is. It hasn't fine. been good over the Christmas period. No, I've had right a now. really nasty bug. It's been going. Around and a lot of people I've spoken to, Paul, have said it's been a really bad flu one this year. I don't know. You haven't had the flu. No, I've just had basically runny tummy. Well, that's what winter vomiting. No, no vomiting. Yeah, but it goes. It's some. It's the. It's bumhole vomit, isn't it? Anal is it? vomit, as we as, as we, we heard. fucking discovered. Yeah, for some reason, before we were doing the episode, we were trying to figure out if an album cover we saw called Anal Chaos was a real thing. A legit um, album from the seventies because it had a cover that looked like a easy listening sort of uh, lounge band. Yeah, um, but it seems it's more like a French it's a joke. 
punk rock band it's who do spoof album covers yeah. that are meant to look like classic albums from the um, past. Throbbing Gristle, who are famous sort of art rock uh, inventors of industrial music. Yeah had um, some album with a jokey title like that, like the easy listening and, no, the jazz funk stylings of. Anyway. In, a, in a word, a visual joke on album titling. Although, funnily enough, that album band title was very similar to what happened in my pants during that day in work. I would anal definitely chaos. say there was definitely a lot, if not too much, anal chaos. I don't know why you keep going back to this. I don't have nothing to give anymore. <laughs> Apart from the story about how you shat yourself. My, my, yeah, and you know what? It nearly happened this week as well. Oh, really? Nearly, uh, uh, you know what? The phrase touching cloth has never been so prescient in my mind. Now, Paul, they do. there's a little saying I've heard. It's just a big wet fart in the end. That my brother-in-law has said to me. Yeah. Never trust a fart after 50, right? Okay. And that's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, we're getting there. You're nearly there. I know. Yeah. I wasn't going to... Listen. Every fart could be your last. Yeah. I mean, not your final, but, you know, like your last honest fart. Think about it. There will be some... Everyone does have a last fart before they die, don't they? They probably fart... I bet some people fart after they die. I simply have to interrupt now because we have a loose end. Remember in the Walkabout episode, you went, my sister, blah, 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 on Instagram, messaged something about a character. And you said, I'll fucking tell you the message. Yeah. What was that? Because people were asking about it and I can't remember the context now. You really want to go here? But, like, it's been, like, three weeks or something where you promised to... Yeah, no, we may as well bring it up because... Some people were asking on Twitter, what was that comment you I'm just going made? to Facebook Messenger, which my sister uses. Right. Anyway, sorry, why are you doing that? Welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast where Eli and I go for the charity bins, party poppers, and uh, squeegee... Oh, I'll start that one. Go for the party poppers, cheesy bins, and quack shot. <laughs> A lot of bins are cheesy, so... <laughs> I, I literally don't know what my brain did then. Cheesy bins. I we literally got a, can't remember the thing. I'd go up a cheesy bin. Welcome to you. We go for the bargain bin, charity shops, and Poundlands of Great Britain. There I we tasted go. tasted a new blue cheese the other day. Yeah. It was called Chaffney Mahandas. <laughs> Just get onto your message. Chaffney Blue Vainer. Oh, a crunchy Chaffney Blue Vein. Chaffney Blue Vainer. <laughs> right. Anal chaos. Legal name for pre cum John is. Before orgasm, Jonathan. Laugh emoji. Regret bringing that up now. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> I, thought, I thought there was going to be an astute point, mate. But I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I guess I understand, yes. That she was it just trying... doesn't have a ring to it. Say, to be... say it again. Just say it again. Now that I know what's coming, say it again. Legal name for pre-cum John is yeah. before orgasm Jonathan. I think it's the word before that ruins it. Orgasm yeah. Jonathan, you can make rhyme, but like you can only use the word pre. Anyway. And then I... it doesn't really change it at all. I... You know what? Tell your sister just step back. I countered with... Yeah. Yeah, but pre-cum John died at the wedding massacre. Bring it back in. Yeah, folding it all and in. And she says True. So that was the end of the... So um... you fucking shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't you fucking to step into our garden because you will Before not be allowed. orgasm, Jonathan. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What was the other one you had? Shiny Stick... nublet. What Gerald, was the other guy? Would it, it was be pre-cum John. And what was the other one? Dribbly Bill or something. Leaky Ken. Leaky Ken. And Se- Granny Sprinkles. Secure piping Kenneth. Yeah. Little Philibit Gerald. Shiny coin spoff Johnny boy. <laughs> You're doing your own thing. <laughs> right, anyway. Jensen Squirter. On this week's edition of the podcast, why we're going to be doing a Paul's Pleasant Pastimes. It's not a Gannon's Golden Games. Why? Because I believe a Gannon's Golden Games should be something more uh, renowned. Like, it should be a Cluedo. Oh. Or it should be a, 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 a classic MB game. A classic game, game you see of what some I'm saying? sort. This is just a pastime. This is just a pastime. This is just a little bit of pocket fun. A pleasant fun. pastime. A pleasant pastime. I hope that it's a particularly pleasant pastime, Paul. Well, actually, we, I, I hope it's a particularly uh, pleasant pastime. I said that. A I'm bit, trying to a word for before particularly. Uh, post. Post particularly pleasant pastime Paul. in perineum. Please put your pee-pee. No. Uh, st- <laughs> stop it. I'm going to I'm going to stop that. Put your pee-pee on my perineum. I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> Give me squirt on my perineum. I'm going to stop. I'm going to I'm going to demand that you stop right now. Squirt. I'm going to put my foot down. Oh, squirt. Because no one finds it at all comforting to hear you just say squirt in a high pitched voice. 
Although now that I say it, Squirter in a high-pitched voice oh, is quite funny. Right. I'm okay. I'm okay, everyone. And what we're going to do a segment that we haven't done in a while. And because I've been trying to find the right story. You know, we do our dollop-like segments and we do a little bit of history with a strange character from Let history. me just explain. The dollop is a very popular American history comedy podcast from America. And also we had one of the uh, hosts of that on our podcast before Christmas, Gareth Reynolds, who I'm sure absolutely didn't regret doing the episode. No, I don't think he I did. I don't think he did. He was very nice and very lovely, and I met him the next day because yes, he was doing yes, a gig, did, yes. and he gave me a, a Jose badge. Oh, I want one of those. Yeah, well, I've got one, and that's all that matters. I found a badge, everyone, the other day. It had a little angel on it and said, caring. Oh, yeah. It was and a I terrible to... badge. You could see why it was abandoned. And I tried to look it up on the Ebays with the uh, Google Lens, and uh, came up with only nothing. Okay. So we're going to be doing a little bit of a history history uh, story today with a very interesting character. It's only a short one, but I thought, oh, let's do that. What are you doing? I thought I'd written some funny words on a piece of paper. In you a can book. just make it up, mate. It doesn't really fucking matter. Just one say three was, random words now. One of them was, was like lobster or something like that. By the way, everyone, if you're a newer listener. Taramata Salata. Tarama Salata. Tarama Salata. Goodbye. See, that is such an in-joke. That even though. Is it? Yeah. Because that, uh, I don't Let's get it. Let's set it up properly. Let's set right? it up. You I'll know what? Me. I went and had some Mediterranean food last night. Did you? Yeah. I had a salad, though, I think, that disagreed with me. And I puked the salad. And when I flushed it, I said, Tarama Salata! Yeah, not that good. I prefer my old one. I'll play the... Uh, I, went, I know how I can play the kebab shop owner. Is it kebab? I mean, I went, yes. to, I went to a Turkish no, come restaurant into the for kebab, something to eat. Come into the kebab... No, oh, no, no, because it doesn't work. Let me just get out of the way, because now we set it all up. Oh, I went to a Turkish restaurant to get something to eat and didn't feel great the next day. In fact, I feel awful. Yeah. I feel awful. I feel awful. <laughs> I feel awful. I thought you were going to do the one. I went to the kebab shop the other day. I said, how much is that? They said, 17 quid. I said, no. sheesh. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> anyway. Sheesh, everyone. She as you wowzers. No, this is not working for me. I now. don't know. This is the straightest material we've done in a while that didn't involve ejaculate. So I'm I'm going with it. I just said pee pee on the perineum. Pee-pee's I think people fine. take that as ejaculate. No. If, I, if you said to me, if you, like man on the street, it would have to come out like said, a shotgun. If your piss came out like a shotgun, that would be ejaculate. It fucking does. But it doesn't. Mine comes out as a sad trickle. It comes out like little grains of uh, does it shot. Yeah. Yes, in a big circle. It's called my spray zone. I call so, it right, the... okay, so yeah, so you know you... I call it the spray zone, Paul. So, your shotgun, you've got, you, your penis is basically a shotgun that yeah. fires out you have to jack it. You have to load the chamber. I mean, yours is definitely a sawn-off shotgun, isn't it? Yeah. It's been cut at the tip. Yeah, but it's... For max... maximum damage. Ma- yes. <laughs> it hasn't been... End? No, <laughs> Let's end this now. It hasn't been cut at the tip, by the way, everyone. <laughs> Just right down the middle. <laughs> no, it hasn't. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Tales from the dance floor. Oh yeah, me, you Eli Silverman. Let's squeeze a little tales from the dance floor in. Go. Um, I was DJing the night before. I oh, know it was the other night. And, yeah. Oh, this is great stuff. And yeah, a young lady came up to the booth, Paul. Yeah. And she said, "Can you play Taylor Swift, please?" Yeah, it's good. This. And I said, "No." What are you, I'm are just going to watch some YouTube while you're telling your story. Got the Can you not, so. please? You sure? Yeah. All right, then just do your story then. Go on. That's it. That's that one. All right, I've got well, another one, though. Go on. Here we go. Is this going to take long? <laughs> don't, watch, don't watch YouTube, I've just, I've just got this little video on no, I watch don't. at all. Put your phone, put your phone down. Just tell Can your you story. Can you just be present? This is your problem. You're eating into the time now. This is your problem. You, you say this podcast is so important to you and everything, and you can't even be present with me in the room when I'm talking about my life. Fine, go Things on, that then. are important to me, Go Paul. on. Go on, tell your story. You're, I see your phone in your hand there. Yeah, I can no, see I'm not your phone. It, I'm not gonna, it's not going down. <laughs> it's, just, it's just staying here because I have a joke in mind and I want to get I want to get right. through it. So, so here we go. Tell your story. I was DJing the other night. Don't, yeah. don't put, are you playing the blues thing? No, 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 no. I couldn't do that. I've got something a bit more on the nose. A bit more, I don't know, what the, as the French say, obvious. I was DJing at the Discount Suit Company and a lot of people came along uh, and said to me, come on. I'm not going to... If you don't tell the story, the next, this... otherwise it's over. Tell your story. Not, I won't. I will Do not it. be... Tell your story. No. C- come on, I'll tell your story. Now tell us from the dance floor. Get it out of pants. Come on, Eli. Tell your story, because once the time is up, we're moving on. And we're not. We're it's, moving on. This isn't funny. It's not. You're How right. can I tell my story when you're doing this? A good storyteller could do it. I would. I will not be put under this... 
Boo! Right, so... That's, this isn't fucking battle stories. On with the show. Now, on with... No! You've, you've I, had your time. You had your time. Anyway, so this pe- oh. people came up to me and said, um, oh, it's really good. What you're doing is really good. Can't really, do any more Really this, good mate. DJ. Can't they do said, any more Paul, just... Just hang on. Can't do any more of this ha- segment anymore. Ha- hang on. I've heard myself on so many episodes in the past doing the same the same material. And oh, they said here we go. And two of these is people it the same story again. And two, it always is. It's not. This is a different story. This and is it's my Taramata No, this is more <laughs> this is more of a discussion point. Tantana. Vis-a-vis the craft of DJing. Right. So, and they say to me, Oh, that's really good. Where can I find like a playlist online from you? No. And do, I, do you do one? No. Do other people do one? They must. But what's the point of that? Because that's like, how does that help me as a performer, a DJ? Because you would just have all the tunes then. Until I give you the playlist, my playlist. Go, oh, those are all those tunes that you played. Great, I've got them now. And I, I don't need the DJ anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? What's your opinion on that? That's my question. Wait, but who was the person who asked you? The someone who owns the venue? Or no, just, just a punter a... who was really enjoyed the music. Well, then I guess the it doesn't really matter because all they want to do is go, oh, you, I like your music. I want to investigate those songs you played. I'll go through them online on Spotify and discover them for myself. Yes, but, but how does that help me? How, how does that help my career? But it doesn't not help you. The thing is, they mm. probably don't go out very often to the Blues Kitchen in general. It's not the Blues Kitchen. This I'm, was the discount I'm just using company. it as, exa- as, as an example, right. right? So therefore, the person who goes to... They'd never say that in the Blues Kitchen. No, no, no. They go, where's Fleetwood no. Mac? This is because the Discount Suit Company is much more of an intimate venue and they're, you know, and I play a lot more okay. of what I want because Fine. I'm not trying to keep everyone but in then the venue. This, is, this, is, this also proves my point because that person who goes to the Discount Suit Company probably doesn't go out a lot or probably doesn't go there a lot. So when they heard that music from you, it was kind of like, oh, I don't hear this, whatever this is. Yes, I know. I take the compliment and it's nice that I'm opening people's ears, but it just seems funny to me that then after that interaction where I go, here's my playlist on Spotify, yeah. they just have all that music. But then they They don't... just have access to that whole thing. So my craft in creating, finding and then um, playing it is yeah. completely gone, is all I'm saying. But they'll still it's go negated. to another night. You know what I mean? It's like it's not affecting your business model. This is what I'm trying to say. It's a weird thing. And it's something that DJs never had to deal with. And DJs, of course, it as would we've only... discussed before, would be much more protective it would... of the records they had. When yeah. those, you couldn't get those records. No, 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 that's fine. And they'd scrub out the titles and so forth, yeah. you know, so people couldn't find out what they were. But, but now we're on the op- complete opposite, where I just go, here's... I literally say, here's the digital contents of my whole crate yeah. well no you can have it do you no, know what I mean look, you've got my whole collection I don't think they're saying can you create a play oh no are they saying oh, do you create a, like a music playlist yeah that's what Sorry. I'm saying I thought they were just like a list of the titles like where you just write down no because you because with these apps you the, you can play the playlist on Spotify if you've got it can't okay. you Okay, I share. So, that's what they mean. You sh- that's how the I way it's done. I see what you're saying. I don't. I still don't think it matters because it's the. It's a completely different. I don't know what's the word. That business and your DJ work is like poles apart in terms of people's engagement in music. You're there in the live moment. I know for people who randomly go to those pubs. I know. Or I just thought it was night. interesting that yeah. the, the doing the same thing, playing records in a bar, essentially, yeah. has changed from something where you'd be protective of giving away the records you had to where you just share. It completely with the first person who asks. I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. But then I guess that all depends on how rare that track is because it might not be on Spotify. I just don't do that. It's a live vinyl set that I do, you know. Yeah. I I, I mean, I ultimately don't care. <laughs> right, let's move on. So let's on. move on. Thank you for giving me that moment to uh, express that. Boo! But it's time it for is time. Paul's page turners. Yes, uh, and it's a bit of a dollopy knockoff thing like we've done in the past. Like, you know, we did the Collier's Mansion. We did... Um, John Maggot's Maggot's. Maggot, yeah. All those kind of ones. I thought we'd do Years a little ago. one here because there's a, a while ago, and I think we've used this book before because I've got two of them. One's called, like, The World's Greatest Millionaires or Losers or something like that. And this one is The World's Greatest Crooks and Con Men and Other mischievous malfactors millionaires and uh, you mean and uh misers either is way it it misers, something like I that yeah um so this book is full of hoaxes swindlers charlatans scallywags scoundrels scamps thieves liars cheats rascals fiddlers frauds robbers rogues adventurers forgers and other mischief makers and published by octopus who i've never heard an of. imprint no i remember seeing these books in the 80s in wh smith in brent cross yeah they've got a very um it's a hardback hard nice. i like that um, but they've got a very distinctive uh, graphic design style on the cover, don't they? Yeah. It's just all lettering, but it is with the red but, uh, title above the black uh, yeah. 
fine detail. So Nigel Blundell is the guy who put this together. He is a Fleet Street journalist who has circled the world collecting many of the bizarre stories presented in this book. Because this was before you could just go on the internet and go to Wikipedia and type in a name and go, oh, someone's done the hard work for me. Yeah. But I bet he was like, you know, pints on Fleet Street after one o'clock in the afternoon, sort of. Well, this is why, because I've gone, for, I think we've picked a story from one of these books before, because some of these are really long kind of breakdowns of like, for instance, in this, they talk about, um, you know, um, Eva Peron, Evita, that whole character and her history. And then there's one or two I was going so to So some use. are big stories, big sort yeah. of, yeah. And some of these are also really interesting stories, but then I realised, oh shit, the dollop did this. Like, oh, some of them were, they actually did. Yeah, because the American one, ones. Yeah, there's yeah. one in here called The Witch of Wall Street about this woman who is famously very, very rich, but also very, very miserly. I remember that dollop, and that's a good dollop. Yeah. So it's like, why would we do that story? I found a short one. It's only a short one. It's like a page, page and a bit, but it does lead on to something I found on the internet, which is very interesting. And this is about a guy called Louis T. Stone. Have you ever heard of him? I have not heard that name, Paul. In America. He's got a bit of a reputation. I'm just going to go ahead and read this part of the book. And Eli, please chip in with thoughts as as and when they come to you. Okay. Hopefully humorous ones that will enliven this potentially stuffy moment. (laughs) All right. So I need you to uh, put your big comedy boots on and your big comedy hat. Listen, I said that PP Pyrenean. Yeah, some of your best work. Although there's all these little box outs as well throughout the book where I might pick one or two out of these. Like swashbuckling screen actor Douglas Furbanks Sr. Notorious womanizer. And, and a great boozer. And boozer, yeah. And it says here, a great hoaxer, which means he sounds like a cunt, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> if someone described as a boozer, womanizer, and a hoaxer, you just think, prick. Yes. He had a special chair, electrically wired, to give mild electric shocks to anyone who sat in it. But he came unstuck once when a female fan sat in the chair. He applied the current, but she showed no reaction. When he asked if she was feeling all right, she explained, I thought one always felt like this when meeting a wonderful movie star like you, Mr. Fairbanks. (laughs) When I'm around famous people, I get a massive electric shock in my fanny. Perhaps she just never had, and she thought that's what happens. Yeah. Lightning fanny. Yeah. She's like, sit down, my dear. Oh, that must be your... It's your charisma. Yeah. Creeping up in a a jolt up my delicate lady area. I'd like you to use the scientific terms. I mean, you say delicate, but hers sounds a bit numb. Perhaps it's numb from years of uh, electrical fanny abuse. (laughs) Maybe her whole house is just wired with electrical chairs by happenstance. Maybe she's got a fried omelette of a fanny. Right. <laughs> Fuck me. Right, we're going to move on to the actual Oyster story. omelette, anyone? Here we go, Mr. Silverman. Sorry, this one. I'm just going to read it verbatim. Who will buy a tall story? Okay, so um, this is the the guy. Sorry, who? Louis T. Stone. We're going to get to Stone. it. Yeah, T. Stone, as in like a t- stone made of tea. No, or... his name middle name is the Louis the Stone. That's his name. Hey, everybody, I'm Louis the Stone. I'm going to get down, baby, and show me your own. I'm going to wrap to the middle in the morning and night. I'm Louis T. Stone. I'm feeling all right. I'm Johnny the Rock, and I'm hard as hell. And I'm coming out round to your hotel, and I'm going to take my dick out and spread it on the wall. I'm Spunky Rocky All. Hello, everybody. I'm Bobby Pebble. I like putting my dick in a... Oh, you've got yourself in a little corner there. Gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I fuck gerbils, I fuck gerbils. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> All right. Christ. So anyway, we haven't even got started. Um, so what's his middle name? We don't know. It's the initial T, is that what you're saying? There's another web page I can go to right now. I can. I, I mean, it's not if, an if important... you have to know... I think it might be Theodore. Timothy. That's a good one. Timothy, Timothy, what have we done? He's singing the song by... I can't remember. He's the guy who did... Um... We need to get on to this story. <laughs> no, but quickly, he's the guy who did... Um... Oh, the guy who wrote Copac... Uh, uh, T- T- uh, <laughs> Pina Colada song. Pina Colada song. Yeah. Um, Rupert Holmes. Rupert Holmes. Thank you. He and wrote he wrote a band... He wrote a song a called band. Timothy... About cannibalism. In a mining disaster. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Back to the show. Right, so... Do you know those one, two paragraph items in the front of newspapers are known as fillers in the trade? Those little box outs, similar to what he's done in his own book, right? Those small little stories. Oh, in a little. Yeah. yeah, They call them fillers, right? And Um, you get them in magazines as well, where you get a sort of salacious quote. But also, are those the same thing? No, well, no, not really. These are like the stories they use to fill out a page. The short stories, like man finds box in alleyway with wigs in. And they oh, go, oh. No, tell me more about that. <laughs> he found the box with wigs in. Yeah, 
Yeah, but what was the smell of the They're wigs? They're all disco wigs, and they smell very musty. Yeah. Some may say spunk stains. Spunk. <laughs> all right. Is that what you want? Yeah. Christ. Um, I want spunk stain. I want spunk stain. No. Over the years, they have become something of an art form to journalists versed in the craft of cliché, brevity and deadpan humour. Often, to serve these overriding interests, strict truth has come off second best. So what they're saying is at a certain point, it doesn't fucking matter what you put on those as long as they filled out a newspaper page. I mean, and the rest of the paper I mean, as funnily well. enough, you look at the dollop knockout, uh, spin-off they do, uh, Pastimes. It's all about basically those kind of small stories, aren't yes. they? The most famous, most imaginative, and certainly the most audacious of these filler writers was a guy called Louis Timothy Stone from Winstead, Connecticut. His career started in 1895 up until his death in 1933. And his whole job consisted of being a paid liar. That's it. He just made stuff up. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get into it now, I guess, a little bit more. Um, It all began when he was working as a young cub reporter and needed $150. We don't know why. Maybe he just wanted money. I don't know what a cub reporter is. I don't think you need to explain someone needing money, Paul, as part of a story. I mean, everyone's with that. We all live in this world. We all know. We all understand a need for money. I know. Even the rich people probably understand it. Money, money, money. They don't understand it in their hearts, do they? Money, 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 money. Name the group. Money. Name the group. No. And the record label. No. It's the OJs on the sound of Philadelphia, Congratulations. Everybody. I hope that gets you a job. Right. Next one. I don't know why I'm saying next one. I'm just reading the story. Um, <laughs> the OJs, he, everybody. What he actually needed was a story he could sell to a big city paper. Since there wasn't a story, he decided to invent one. He filled out an account of a wild man of Connecticut who roamed through the forests without ever being caught. The story attracted the attention of the New York editors, but was quickly spotted as a hoax. Stone, however, had learned a lesson that was to serve him well for the next 38 years. So he built this whole thing about a man who lived in the woods in Connecticut, and there was a myth that built around them before they could spot the hoax. It was already out of the bag. But how did they, I wonder? I mean, they probably went, well, this story stinks of made-up shit for whatever but reason. But then it already taken taken hold. Yeah, but the, that's that whole the thing public about... public imagination. Yeah, yeah. that's the whole thing, isn't it? A lie gets around the world before the truth gets its shoes on. Yeah. It's that whole or thing. Or it's pants. Or it's pants. But um, what if the truth is like looking around and it's like he's done the sniff test on all the possible um, pants, you know? And then it can't... And it's like, this one's a bit pissy... This one. <laughs> Sorry, I, I kind of had to tune out then for a minute, and I came back in for you talking about pissy pants, it's and I was trying truth. to figure out how the we got there. The truth's got dirty underwear. I think. I mean, that works on so many levels. Th- this other website here says that uh, the New York Times stories sent journalists out to Connecticut to confirm the story. Oh, and they found nothing. And they printed it. Well, okay. we need to back this up. Oh, it's all made up. Yeah. Ah, bollocks. And he was on to the next story. I mean, you can understand though. It's a good. It's quite good because I go for a wild man story any day. And also, think about it, right? If he's an elusive wild man who not many people see, it's easier to, to, lie to give him. yourself a time bubble to kind of realise yes. the lie isn't there. It's a clever a clever first lie from our Timothy Stone character. because yeah, he could have gone all out, couldn't he? He goes, oh, I saw a, a, a giant elephant with a clown sight in the woods. Yeah. No, you did No one's... No, no. Maybe he did try a few, but then you'd, you'd run out of papers. They'd or see maybe, you coming. Or, or maybe some guy walks in right after Louis T. Stone and went, I've got this amazing story. I saw, saw this elephant that he'd really seen, but at this point, he was like, mate, we're not having it. I know. A lot of, probably a lot of amazing things have been uh, ignored by sceptical uh, yes. newspaper men. I have seen with my own eyes a man in town, name of Samuel, who has such trouble with flies buzzing around around his bald head that he decided to paint a spider up there and that sure did scare all them doggone flies away this is like a cartoon this is that's another story he filed that is so cartoony with a spider on his head who drew drew a scare spider on his head (laughs) for the flies yeah he's going to paint an angry face and stand in a field and scare the crows off I don't quite see how you buy that that's stupid I could do it on my knob well do you have a lot of flies around your knob no I could do like a little air freshener what like a pine and then it would scare the smells away a dangly one (laughs) Well, then this isn't you making something up. This is you actually hanging a room freshener. No, I wouldn't have a real room freshener down there. Why not? Get a rash or something from the chemicals. No. They're Graxton chemicals, (laughs) mate. It's the best chemicals in the world. The air fresheners are are Have they got air fresheners for a man's private area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Gruft. Ah, Gruft. I've seen that in the shops. You've seen Gruft, yeah. Yeah. It's manly, it's musky. I like their tagline. What? You won't smell rough if you shove up a Gruft. (laughs) It's a bit on the nose. (laughs) <laughs> gruff <laughs> oh, I like that word gruff it's a good word well very done. good well, well done. done me uh, right we're we still at- here everybody yeah. we're still here his next story was 
In the next small holding to me is a farmer who has a wonderful chicken who had laid a red, white and blue egg on July 4th. It's always the fucking hen who laid the golden egg, isn't it? But it's always a magic fucking chicken. But that's There's why so many stories about that. Because back then, this is this is what, late 1800s. So there's still a lot of, I'm not going to say like ill-education, but like people would maybe buy it more back then because there was oh, yes, still a of sense of the fantasy and magic to stuff still. There was still myth and folklore. Well, there's a lot more um, things that st- hadn't been covered by science. But even I'm at that point where maybe he got to that and was like, let's see if they fucking buy this one. Like how close to the edge is he trying to push these stories? I mean, you still get people believing similar things today, like... You know, Jesus in the in the piece of toast. It's oof, a, it's oof, a, oof, I beg your pardon, my Lord and Saviour. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He existed, it's, my Lord and Saviour. It's a similar sort of thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Are we going to get through this? You yeah, said there's a page got, and a half. We've really got a little bit to go. I apologise about my voice, Here's another everyone. One. I'm still recovering. Here's his next story. I guess these have all written from his point of view so it's like he said out and about on the town today i saw it's like messages from him almost he's the roving reporter yeah so to be fair though this wasn't out of um it was uncommon because i'm not sure on the timeline but 14 you know the 14 times came from a guy called something fort and he collected strange stories from around the world of unusual things i used to love and then that, that became like ripley's ripley's was a, set, was, like, was a strand of that kind of same history what you remember when we were kids there was that series and you got the folder the unexplained yeah i loved all that shit. All right, did you ever have any of those? Yeah, I yeah. had some. I had of those. a few. Didn't collect them all, but I had a few. I know. I never got the folder. I had. I, I remember they had the that, folder, that, but I had uh, the... that very famous um, Yeti. You know, the one where it walks and turns around. Yes. Yeah. 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 The person in the suit. But like, they were great because you used to tear the pages off and you could put them in a ring binder, so it became like a portfolio. Yeah. Well, that's when the file effects was kicking off. It was all bullshit. Though. Anyway, I mean, his... a lot of it was bullshit, yeah. wasn't it? His next story. But even back in the eighties, my point is, even back in the eighties, there was a lot more of that, a lot more credulity for that sort yes. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could get away with it more because yeah. no one had no one had seen it to counter your story and it relates as well to the famous Osborne books of the ghosts and the oh yeah 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 they had a UFO one and yeah, all monsters of that stuff, and mythical they? creatures and all sorts yeah I've got that book I hate that duck I don't know what I'm doing um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate that duck here's his next story right. uh, we have a cow that is so modest she only allows women to milk her and another cow down Winstead produces burning hot milk having been grazed on a horseradish patch oh that's good I like it sympathetic magic it's like it, because horseradish is hot it's going to make the cow's milk hot I just think it's pushing it to say I can milk a hot cow <laughs> or hot milk from a no, cow no I could is... do it I could say like look it's at least listen, body mate, temperature put listen, it that way mate, do you need a fire starting over there yeah because I have lots of hot sauce and I can piss fire now. Right. But it's not cow piss, is it? You don't have milk, do you? You don't have a natural I milk. milk. You, that's not milk. Milk, milk. That's not milk. That's not milk. <laughs> what is milk, milk it's then? It's not. Men can produce milk from It's there. not milk, milk with you. It's puss, puss, more puss, background puss. Background puss. Background puss. <laughs> puss all the way around. Oh, thanks, mate. Next story. Oh, um, no, I had more to say on the... Go on. What was it? Eating horseradish. But what was the first one? She's, only, she's, only a lady's allowed to milk. Yeah. That's so this a is kind of, a cow suit. This is kind of... Um, no, that's, a, that's a farmer in a cow suit. No, no, yeah. not... Should we get Farmer Giles? No. Yeah. What oh, about this? It's a special cow, very shy, only wants women. It's only got one teat. It's only got one it was big a- teat. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it's got a funny a pelt as well. Yeah, it's very clothy pelt. And, and, it's and, got you know, and it, yeah, it's kind of like it's like like dangly. It's, it's more cloth like. Um, yeah, and you're not going to need a bucket. You can just uh, just use your mouth. No, <laughs> use your fucking mouth, love. <laughs> no, but <laughs> on a serious point, Paul. Yes. It does sound uh, misogynistic that because it's like saying that the cow, like female women, should be ashamed of their sort of breasts. You know what I mean? I, mean? I don't know. I think you're reading yeah, no, too much it's, into that. It's, it's a background uh, misogyny in the society that allowed him Either to say way. that story. <laughs> Next one. I have saying seen... cows should be ashamed of their teats is what he's saying, isn't he? <laughs> no. Next one. Next I don't one. Go right, let's go. Let's talk about the guy dressed up. <laughs> Shut up. Next one. Right. Um, I have heard and seen a cat with a hair lip that could whistle Yankee Doodle. <laughs> He's not even fucking trying. No, that is not even trying. He's literally walking down the street because sees a mouse. Oh, I saw a mouse who could uh, do Othello or yeah. something. You know? I watched that mouse put a jigsaw together. 
<laughs> Next one. Oh, there's an octopus. It fucking played Beethoven's fifth on a, on a Casio. No, here's an here's an one of the chicken farmers near me always plucks his chickens humanely with a vacuum cleaner. That could be true. That you could you could that could be totally that. true. That's totally vacuum. I bet still, that's happened. Yeah, I bet vacuums back then were still a kind of mystery new item. You but know, why do all of his made up stories involve animals? Almost he's all a of sex them. Pervert, yes, maybe. he is, isn't he? He sits there, one hand typing, one hand stroking. He's sitting there thinking, God, cows. I bet they enjoy it when they get milked. Uh, yeah, I bet they do. Fucking have some shame. That fucking cow should have some shame. No men should be allowed to touch those cow's tits! Anyway, these are all stories written by Stone and published as true, but editors just couldn't get enough of them. They must have just gone, we don't give a fuck, people love reading them. I know, but then it's, where's your journalistic fucking integrity? But how, I mean, look, people go, oh, the internet and blah, 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 and news and truth, and it's like, no, it it goes back. Of course. Those clickbaity articles that you click on where you won't believe this happened to that, you know, or you won't believe where this story ends. of course. It's all the same shit. It's it's eyes on the paper. They know people will buy it, they'll read it, they won't believe it, and it's a bit of fun outside of all the usual dark shit they have to read but it's like those uh, those women's mags that they have now but yeah. they seem to be much more on the negative side of life th- th- that just leans into the trauma soap yeah. opera disaster right. tragedy porn thing that it's strange to sell your tragic story for a magazine costing 65p certainly the people of Winstead appreciated Stone's efforts as visitors drove into town billboards greeted them with this sign Winstead, Connecticut, founded in 1779, has been put on the map by the ingenious and queer stories that emanate from this town and which are printed all over the country, thanks to L.T. Stone. Stone so it's was... like an open secret that it wasn't true, really. Yeah. They still loved him, sort of. Stone was also commemorated by a bridge named in his honour, and it spans a stream called Sucker Brook. Sucker Brook. Sucker Brook. Sucker, as in... M- Mark Suckerbrook. No, as in... As in the owner of... As in the one-teated cow. Sucker <laughs> yeah. oh, I bet there was a guy coming into their town going, where's that stone fella? Where's that cow? <laughs> I'll, t- I'll turn her. <laughs> they like it, really. They want yeah, a man. They want a man, really. I mean, while there's a guy under a tent going, no, 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 let, no. let him. Let, let him. <laughs> let, let him if, if you, listen, you're not going to... If you've gone to the effort of pretending you're a cow to a hand, be milked, a hand's you're a not going to worry about the gender of a hand the person. Is a hand is a hand yeah. is a hand is a hand is a hand. And there's a, there's a list here of all the other sh- uh, on this website, which is hoaxes.org. They talk about this guy. Similar coverage to the book, to be fair, but they list a few more stories, such as a tree that grew baked apples. See, that's kind of like a, a fairy tale, isn't it? It's it's verging into pure sort of childhood fantasy. It's, it's still folklore. It's a still, money tree or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a man who caught a fish with his red nose's bait, a river that ran uphill, a cow that was locked in an ice house, another cow, and produced ice cream for two weeks well, afterwards. Cold. Imagine how hard and cold their teats it, would be. It would it'd come out like soft serve, wouldn't it? <laughs> like your poo does. Uh, a cow that was shaken by a garage exploder, and she would only produce butter. Yeah, that's so. He's he's obsessed with cows. He is. A, a, dairy. A, a maternal bulldog that sat on a, on eggs abandoned by a hen. But I mean, again, it's... But re- I've seen that on YouTube and stuff. Paul, it relates though, doesn't it? Because you remember in the witch trials in Salem, they'd say a, a sign that someone was a witch is that if your cow started to uh, produce... Bad milk. Sour milk. Yeah. Isn't that so similar? It's all of these sort of folkloric magic things that are yeah. coming through, you know? But then it's, a, it's an open secret that it's all bullshit, so they're just enjoying the fantasy of it, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but then... But, that, but I'm saying that's more sinister, because the witch trials people would believe that shit and people would be executed wouldn't they all right here's a good one a thirsty frog who knocked over a jug of applejack removed its cork drank its contents and then started singing sweet adeline hello my darling hello my baby hello Hello, my my ragtime gal they're so these all of these stories are so american folkloric aren't they one last story then a farmer who lost his watch and found it seven years later in the stomach of one of his cows after he had killed it. The watch had been running and kept time perfectly because the cow's stomach's muscles had kept it wound, though it was a minute and a half slow. It wasn't the strongest one to end on, Paul, because I can't say anything about fucking... Oh, so let me read another one then. You know, I'll bring in... There was a few more stories. Here's one. Uh, a man who pretended to be a clock 
and uh, only. Oh, why have we moved and, away and from then, the livestock towards timepieces? And then uh, on the hour, his penis would pop out oh, with a woodpecker on yeah. and go cuckoo. Slightly better. I made that one up. <laughs> I am Louis T. Stone. Oh, very much in the spirit of they're, they're, they're very into it. So that's that book. I was walking down the street the other day. I saw a dog <laughs> vomit <laughs> and I, I slipped in it, nutted the dog, and he went, roo, roo, and I went, once again, I'm going to stroke my chin <laughs> and shake my head at the comedy suggestion put forward by Eli J. Silverman. I'm going to end this segment. So, did you enjoy that, Mr. I Silverman? I did, actually, Paul. Yes, thank you. Louis Good. T. Stone, our we, hero of the week. We should return to that book at another, another time. Because there's more stories. I like it. Hello, my lovers. Welcome to Paul's Pleasant Pastimes, where we have a lovely, calming, relaxing and enjoyable game of whatever Paul finds in his pastime pantry. Oh, have you been into your pantry, Paul? Let, uh, let me ask him for you. Paul, have you been in your pastime pantry? Yes. OK, you can leave now. Thank you. Now, Will you be paying me in Graxton Chemical Thrunk? Uh, thrunk has been discontinued because of that incident. But... I think he's left a whole bottle of spodge hole cleaner. I'd really like to trace some of that gruft. Ah, oh, gruft. Mate, listen. Wait, wait what? No. Hey, no, what's he listen, hold on. He's getting his willy out. No, not my willy. I've got this gruff pack. It's only half done. Oh, yeah. Just shake off the the, the dew and uh, it'll be fine. Just give it an airing. You know what? I'll just go. <laughs> Should have I'm just gonna go. This bit. Yeah, yeah, I should have. I should have left before you, you got, uh, got my graft out. It's yeah. very like a poultice. Graxton poultices. <laughs> yeah, now that's a sponsorship I can get behind. Swap it up. Spam, bam, bam. Bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Right. Hello. It is Paul's pleasant pastimes, and this was a game I got given to me over Christmas, and I thought, oh. What fun, because it's built for audio podcast play. It is a sound-based game. This is what perked my ears up, mm. Paul. By a company called Game Leap. Prick up my ears, now, I did. Now, it does say you need three players plus, but that's because it's one of these things where many people need to vote and blah, 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 and then the first one to chip Are we going to play in. a sort of pared-down version of the well, game to make it good? We'll just, we'll just go back and forth trying to guess. Yeah, and I think we should give ourselves a time limit. So if you, if you can't guess in like 15 seconds, then you lose or you don't get a point. But you have to make an effort to try and do the sound. Well, so who... Oh, points. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, points. but no, who... It's because we don't have a third person we in need our a podcast. Third... We could ask Rogan. No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, probably didn't hear that. But almost perfectly timed next door. He was blowing his nose. Biggest blow nose ever. He blows his nose a lot. I hope he's using Graxton <laughs> tissues. Yeah, with the, the scent of graft on them. The bomb causes harm. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this is called Sound Delicious. The aim of Sound Delicious is simple. Get the most points by making and guessing ridiculous sounds. Sounds from nice and easy, like monkey, train, eating, through medium, like a didgeridoo, roller coaster, electric shock, to the truly challengingly hard wrestling, scuba diving, or woodpecker. This family-friendly game takes two minutes to learn, and blah, 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 and we haven't got enough players, so we're going to do a weird version of it. So, Paul, I don't think the person guessing should be the one awarded the point or not. It should be the one doing the sound, right? So if I can get it... I don't it, think we should just do points. I don't think there's much points. I think we just try and do the no sounds point for a point. laugh. Let's just do sounds for a laugh. All right. Sounds for a laugh. But you have to try and guess what sound it oh, is yeah, and, I'm and still vice try. versa. Give yeah. me one of those. Basically, the only, all the game is, is cards. And yeah. They're in three categories. So you have E-hard. Uh, E-hard. <laughs> I am, yeah. E-hard. <laughs> when you read a porno. That's what they fucking call me. We've got a stack of hard. Down the shop. E-hard. Uh, they call me Mr. E-hard. They know what's good for them. We have a stack. I get very angry. Shut up. <laughs> and we have they a don't call me Mr. I'm like, don't call me Mr. E-hard for no nothing. No one calls you anything. Ever. Other than an annoyance. So you've got a hard. Easy and medium stacks. So should we go up the, up the scale? Do one of each each? Yeah. All right. All right. So I'm just going to start with easy. All right. I'm gone. So each card has two options on. You can do either. Right? Okay. So Fine. easy, two options. Pick which one you want to do. All right. Medium, hard. So we're going to start with easy. I'm just going to shuffle these and I'm just going to split the pack and take one this from is, the middle. This is our Don Winslow moment. Not yes. Don. Is he called Don? Michael Winslow. Why did I say Don? Because that's that guy. Don Winslow, I don't know. He's an author. Is he? Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. Uh, he wrote uh, Savages. No, see that? no, I don't want any follow-up information. Oliver Stone film, Savages. Right, I'm splitting the pack and I'm taking uh, this um, card. Who's that woman who's married to... I am not... I don't care. Michael Douglas. Focus. Michael Douglas is married to Ma uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Thank you. She was in Savages. Written. Thank you. Who, the novel was care. 
Mike Winslow. Right, uh, Don is... Winslow. Who's the Winslow we're talking about? Mike, Michael, Michael Winslow. No, I no, I don't want to talk about any of them. Michael Winslow's the the voice magic guy, though. Yeah, the sound yes. guy. So From that Police relates. Academy. If you have to, or, or you know, he's briefly in Spaceballs. If you want another movie, reference. was he in Spaceballs doing a voice? A he's that bit thing? in the in the film where he goes, "What's wrong with the radar?" It goes. It usually goes to. Oh yeah, I love it. But it's only going. Blop. It's that people scary. hating on Spaceballs. Spaceballs is a film that lives better in the memory than it is when you rewatch it. It's got high points, but it's not. It's not, not his, his best. Final it's best. Not, not top tier. No. Mel, uh... it, it's middle tier. You know. What's he called? Mel Brooks. Are you having <laughs> it a moment? <laughs> Winslow's and Brooks all the I way am down. Having a right. Moment. I've got two options here. I'm going to try the oh, one. It says East on that. Easy. Easy. On... Okay. So I'm going to do one of these off this, and. Here we go. Now, the game also says you can't do hand gesticulations or say words. So, from this point on, it's only sounds. Yes. So when, and so I'll be Eli, watching his hands like a hawk. I'm going to sit on my hands. No, okay, I need good, you, good uh, idea. If you say Q, then I'll do the and sound. That, that could uh, also work for, yeah. for later. Mm-hmm. Goat seat. Is that what it's... No. But when you pull your ass cheeks apart so no. you can see your big wide bum hole. Goat no, seat. I'm saying you're sitting on your hands, so yeah. your hands are going numb. And well, I could just ask you. I won't do it. I will not be doing that. No. Oh. <laughs> I'd have to be oh. dead. You could chop my arm off. Ooh. Basically, that's, wait, that's grif- worked. I'll griff this. Oh, that's worked for me. That's give me a little bit of that little mole coming out after the rainy day. A little nub chub. Yeah. <laughs> just pick, pick this little wet nose out. You're like doing that. your miming now, so you would that wouldn't work. I want I'm the noise. I want the noise of you becoming slightly erect. No, I'm going to do the sound. What's now? the sound of you becoming slightly erect? <laughs> you don't have a whistle. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Right, oh, you dirty, so, dirty boy. Right, Eli. Yes, I'm waiting I'm for my sound first sound. Now, but you need to cue me so I can't talk myself into the thing. So when you say cue, then I do the sound. Cue. Well, I'm confused by that weird froggy noise at the end, but was it a whip? Oh, it's like a samurai... Chopping someone up. <laughs> it's like a fight. Sword, uh, someone having a fight. Someone very fast having a fight and keeps walking around, running back and forth. And then there's a, like a, there's a on the table. There's a big, there's a big pile of like horse poop, horse manure. Oh, I give up. That's been more than thirty seconds. You're not very good at this, are you? It was karate. It was the sound of karate. You should have said, ah. No, because then I be, I don't want to end up falling into, <laughs> oh, he did a racist thing. Wow, and, it's uh, hard, well, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, but that's about a different thing altogether. <laughs> right. I'm going to hand you the pack. Shuffle, split, grab a card, any card you like. And then pick one of those two sound effects to make. I know you're trying not to be racist there, but I think you could have avoid, uh, put a little bit All more I'm in. All I'm saying is there was a danger there. I knew there. it was a fight, didn't I? But yeah. there's nothing to make it sort of. I know, but that's why I tried to phone a kind of, ooh. Of people being hit, but look, you should just go higher. I know, but that, that's I not find, that bad. It's higher, you know. but it leans on a stereotype. It totally I think. does, yes. and I also think it counts as me saying a word. Oh, I, so oh, I don't I, think that but also you failed. Counts. I mean, you failed. Well, on you everything. also failed because you didn't get it. One of these was split. Awful. What do I do? Well, just shuffle, split, and then take the car from the but middle, and then up, just upside you don't down. have to do that. Just you're making it complicated. Upside down, arch, take so. the car. We got two more of these to do, and I'm already fucked off. So I've got a card. You this will liven you up. Go on. Pick one of those two then. Ready? And I'll say Q when when it's time for me to do your sound. And put your hand, put sit on your hands. You have to sit on your hands too. Q. <laughs> Doing a big poo when you've got piles. Do you want to hear it again? Yeah. Okay, listen uh, to the whole story of it again. Yeah, yeah, the thing is, like someone's pulling something mm-hmm. and then it gives. Yeah. And then something tumbles. Yeah. So, what a tug of war. No, listen to it one more time, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Having a heart attack. No, weightlifting. Having a stroke. Weightlifting. Oh, yeah, now that you've said it, you I can see the You need to think play. laterally, my friend. I thought I thought pretty laterally. Well, you didn't explore the, what that... You got all of the dynamics there, yeah. the story, but you never think, put it together, yeah, did you? but your mouth didn't paint a very good picture, it, did it? It was fucking fine. It was fucking fine. I like this game. I fine. love this game. Mine was I fine, I love too. playing this. Let's move on to Yay! medium. Yay! Come on, more. I'm going to do one. Medium. Are you medium now? Right, medium. I mean, neither of us managed the easy, so this doesn't know, bode well. I know. <laughs> right. Medium, here's my card. I've also lost my voice a bit, so... All I'm right, I'm going to try the left-hand side one. 
sitting on my hands, and I'll wait for the cue. Cue. Splish. 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 Um, feeding the dolphins at SeaWorld. Uh, it just says dolphin, and I'll give you the point. Yay. Uh, uh, that's a point for uh, me and a point for Eli. I'm not doing points. <laughs> right. Your go is the pack. That was easier than the easy one. Oh, but... yeah. I thought karate was kind of a obtuse. No, it's because you didn't go high eye. If you'd gone one high eye. I think that would have counted as a word. I think that might have been have, considered. I have. Yeah, because you would have gotten it right. Therefore, you would oh, have right. felt better about yourself. That's the only reason why you wanted Again, to make it we're, easier. We're, it's the noisemaker who is the... Um, Here comes the noisemaker. Murderer. Right, go on. He's a dirty arse chuffler. Excuse, Excuse me, me, Mr. Officer. Officer. I've done a whole big shit! Gruft. Yeah. <laughs> when you've shat yourself. No, Gruft is the... It's it's the Willy Smells. Craxton's Industries. Willy Smells. It's no, a Willy Smell neutraliser. Right, please pick a card. <laughs> I've got one. Right, go for it. And then sit on your hands and I will say Q. All right, ready? Why are you looking at me like that? Because <laughs> it's going to be terrible. All right, well then sit on your hands. Are you ready? When you're ready, sit on your hands. Right, okay. And Q. Is it a vampire? Yes! Is it? All right, no. Because I was thinking, are you drinking blood? Yeah, I was. Yeah, oh, see? 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 Talent. Talent, mate. Talent. Well I heard done, that. Eli. I heard what sounded like you got a man you... having a hard shit. <laughs> And I thought, no, wait, the glug, glug, glug. You got a gestalt of vampire from I the mean, noises I would have I maybe making. done something a bit more kind of. <laughs> I was going to do <laughs> some hisses, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But know, I did, I actually tried a little uh, transforming into a bat and fluttering away. Did you? you didn't yeah, get that. I got a little bit. I think that yeah. was the closer. That was the sound exactly. closer. Exactly. So well done, Eli. Right. That's my little bat. Yeah, my joke about a bat. Two bats hanging from a belfry, right? And they're both hungry. And one goes, you know what? I'm going to go out and get something to eat because I'm fucking starving. I need some lovely blood. Oh, I oh, can't they're blood wait. Sucking bats, yeah, they're they? blood sucking. They're vampire bats, mate. And they're hanging upside down. And so the other bat goes, all right, mate, I'll stay here for a bit. First bat flies out. I know he's, this one. He's buddy. gone five minutes and he comes back. Oh, and there's all blood running down his mouth. It's all over the place. And the second bat goes, oh, 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 that blood. Uh, where'd you go? And the first bat goes, right, well, you see that big bell tower over there? Yeah? He goes, I didn't. Na 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 bop bop bong bong gruffed. Whose joke is that? Sorry, I, I might have read it. I might have heard it on the telly. All I know is right now, it's mine. Okay, well right, done. We're going on to hard. This is the final round. We're well, getting we hard. Well, we both uh, achieved uh, our goal at yeah. medium. You did dolphin and I did a vampire. Right, next card, hard. Uh, got to pick a, one. Much of a muchness, this. Okay. Okay. Mm, much of a muchness, but I'll go with the right-hand side option here. Okay, sit, sit on, on your hand. hands, as is the procedure. Here we go. And cue. It, um, I'm getting a bird-like. A bird-like sound. Oh, chips. Now, that's a word, Paul, so you've oh, been disqualified. I just have a Seagull vocal. is the answer. Yes, is the answer. You and it cheated. wasn't a word. You it was a very vocal. You said vocal. chips. You I, vocally yeah, said chips. I believe. Not only is that against the rules of the chips. game, but also no, seagulls again. do not listen, speak. Listen, this one did. Listen to it. Chips. <laughs> chips. Weird. There you I go. I wouldn't want that seagull anywhere near me. Chips. You cheated. I think. You don't get the point. Fine. You said chips. You didn't get the point then for guessing. No, it's it. no because it's not. The, it's the performer who gets the point, not the guesser. No, it is the guesser because the guesser has to guess the sound. No, it's not the guesser. It is. Otherwise, what's the point of naming that tune? All right, give the audience a fucking. No, but in no, this give game, the orchestra, it's about... give the orchestra a point because they game, played three notes. In this game, it's the skill of the performer that we're looking for. I still got it. Just because you misinterpreted the sound, I got that it I made because you said chips. the word chips. I believe if you play it back, it sounds like this. <laughs> you can't. It, it does. does not. It sounds like the word chips. Right. Just I won't be cheating, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Paul obviously cheats at everything, so <laughs> they do take your chips, though. That's how Eli knew. I'm going to get a better one than this. Oh, I didn't have the fucking option I know to you do didn't, that. But That's unfair. Can you give me for the sake of the fucking show? All right, but the, the next option? card you have to pick. It has to be random, and you have to pick it. And whatever it is, is what you do. No takesies, backsies. You have to do that card. Uh, you have to do that card, mate. You've already had your one. You, you want uh, 
gummy or whatever it's called in golf. What's the M- word? One when you... gummy in golf. What is it when you get a free drop in golf because you did a big fuck up? MacGuffin or MacGuffin? You did a Berkey or a Turkey, something <laughs> bogey. like that. Bo- no, bogey's when you go over par. Yeah, over par. But there's a third. It's there's out a, of bounds. There's a word where it's like oh, you do a drop a mulligan, drop. mulligan. Oh, it's a mulligan. mulligan. I never knew go. that. I'm learning. Yeah. You do a it's mulligan. It's like you say, oh, drop all that. Would we'll start from scratch. We're mulligan. an educational podcast. Yeah, mulligan and O'Hare. You ready? Right. Yes. Sit on your hands, and I will say the words now. Q. Shh, 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 shh. Someone spraying something. Uh, a train pulling into the station. No, 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 no! I want you to stop now. Broom, a broom. What would you do? You'd probably go. Broom. Uh, no, I'm going. Here we go. Broom. <laughs> you fucking dick. No, I right, would, that's I, good. No, no, I enjoyed that. If I had to do broom, what I would do? It's a hard one. That doesn't sound like a broom. Broom. <laughs> Anyway, that sounds delicious in a nutshell. Yeah, it's all right, actually. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I mean, it's just one of these games. It's just a list of words, you know? Yeah. So I feel like it's a rip-off because you could just... No, but again, you could say that for most board games that are like this, most card games where yeah, they just write... Yeah, that's what I mean. It's card know, games, so here are the hard... They're there so you don't have to sit there for hours going, oh, 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 chicken. I know, but with a little bit of get up and go, you could just use a dictionary or something, true, you know, to but, generate this game. True. All but, you need is the rules. I find, I feel that a bit... Yeah, but that's the whole point of these games, isn't it? It gives you excuse to play it. They were pastime, aren't yeah. they, essentially? What other ones could you have gone at random out of interest? Harp, hippo... Oh, like... do you want to hear harp? Yeah. Okay, what Would you about, get that? Uh, what about panda? What the fuck would you do for panda? <laughs> no, it'd be terrible. Just do it some gnawing on some uh, bamboo, probably. Tap dancing. <laughs> yeah, I'd get that. I'd... No, that sounds like drumming. You can't make... That's the soft shoe. Uh, the sh- yeah. A sh- broom. <laughs> you wouldn't say broom. How can you hide the words in? How can you hide the words in it? <laughs> so literal. You said chips. Butcher. What would you do with butcher? Butcher. Half a pound. Butcher. Half a pound of tripe. Butcher. <laughs> that's, and card. that's this week's Paul's Pleasant Pastimes. I, I did enjoy it. Cheap show's over. Oh, no. But there will be another one next week. But there'll there? be another one next week. Right. Um, what? Mad, it's the admin time, the least interesting part of any podcast. So let's get through this as quickly as possible. Look, you want Stop Shop is the website we've got, thecheapshow.co.uk. You want pages that are dedicated to single episodes with pictures and whatnot? That's on our website. Links to our social media on our website. Our YouTube, it's on our website. Patreon, it's on our website. In fact, if you want to just go there directly, patreon.com forward slash cheap show. Give what you can, but only if you can, and help keep good old cheap show HQ's lights on for another couple of decades. There's access to podcasts and magazines and videos and all sorts, depending on the tier in which you join. And again, thank you to those who already do so. Um, and Thanks, that, everyone, and for it, your support. In a nutshell, what I will say, actually, though, is, um, you know, Cheap Show is an independent podcast and we do our best to get our name out there. But to those listening, if you could retweet or comment or leave a review, there's a website now, actually. There's good, an app. Good Pods. There's an app called Good Pods. I just joined today. And it's really good because uh, you, you can listen to episodes there and subscribe and all this stuff, but also leave comments and rate each episode and that helps bring it to other people's attention. Do you like it? It's very much, to me, looked like something that's trying to be a podcast hub and also social media sort of platform as well. True. But I would argue what with Twitter X shitting the bed and, you know, other threads and stuff being so disparate that actually if the app itself builds communities and listeners and okay, whatnot, fine. I'm th- it might be a good thing. So I'm just going to say, maybe if you can and you want to rate us on iTunes or Spotify. Check out Good Pod or, as well. Or specifically Good Pods or Podcast Addict. It really helps boost our uh, appearance online elsewhere. Good. And thank you for listening. Uh, sorry, my voice has been a bit subpar. Um, this is material. We've both, and my material probably, um, we've both had a tough uh, holiday period. It's been a tough time. We're getting uh, our groove back. Gannon stuff. needs We're to get his to get groove, groove back. back. It's tough. Paul sent me a list of 
porn and also a list of ideas for special shows that we're going to have. Yeah, throughout the try year. Try and tick off, tick off a few of those this year. Yeah, and we're gonna, well, we've got some fun ideas coming. Um, we're going to put them into action. Obviously, episode 400 is going to be this year and also worth noting that we're going to be doing one live show towards the end of the year. Details are being finalised, but we'll get that to you as soon as we know more. And I think I have to top the... the Hitting um, on stage thing. Well, the performance piece I did that Wanking. I built in, the art Wanking. piece. I think you should pretend what? to ejaculate. No, I don't think you should pretend. Oh, well, you pretend- really shat on stage. So no, why I don't you really? See, he's still playing along. Make with a this, sticky mess. Anyway, today's cheap show has been brought to you by Graxton Chemicals, the best chemicals that money can buy. Do you want me to do the readout? Yeah, yeah can no, you do okay. the readout, please? Now, uh, oh, what's that smell? Oh, it's my fucking terrible, terrible cock. <laughs> really what they've asked you to read out uh luckily i have gruffed oh just pop it in like a front hole poultice and it goes all niff naff and gone and remember what they say a little bit of gruffed and that'll be enough <laughs> to fucking get freshen, rid of your cock cheese stank. freshen up your chuff with a <laughs> right. bit of gruff <laughs> got a horrible stinky chubby muff slap on a bag of gruffed it's a unisex item right we'll see you oh and, and discount code uh, gruffed cheap show gruffed <laughs> that's all one word bye everyone gruffed cheap show gruffed we, I love, we love we love I'm full of love we are full of love and gruffed Graxton Chemicals alright that might go for one more episode we might see I like gruffed as a product yeah, I like gruffed I use gruffed myself on the tip and the top and then where does it nestle they kind of just build up a kind of a spory mould <laughs> in, in my perineum, like a nest. Oh. And it, then it kind of like, you know, like a... Oh, termites Dandelions, and it kind of just floats away. Oh, spores. Yeah, it kind of just floats off. Chuffney spores. It takes the stench into and makes it into spores that when you yeah. take your pants off at night, woof, they and go. They're out the window. Woof. They're off. They're, they're your babies. They're yeah. off. And they leave a lovely pine scent <laughs> in its place. So, uh, yeah, there we go. Chuffney, Bye. Chuffney. Bye, everyone. That's enough. <laughs> Bye.